Hello. Welcome to the AlexiCast. Here's your host, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. Hey, welcome to the AlexiCast. I was uh, reading in an article about how she, and I'm going to call her Lexi. I think that will stop uh, her from going off all the time. But there's a new mode called Brief Mode. And, uh, well, let's just let her, what it basically does is you're supposed to be able to go in and have her say thing. I'm hoping that this will stop her from giving me the complete weather report and just tell me what the temperature is when I ask for it. But, uh, here, let's let her talk about it. Tell me about brief mode. Brief mode is an experimental feature where I talk less or only use sounds. If you have it, brief mode will be in the settings section in your Alexa app all the way at the bottom. Under Alexa voice responses. And the other thing I learned this week, because, you know, if you're going to put out $50, $100 or so for a device, you have to let it make bodily noises. So, fart. There you go. One more time. Fart. Yes. So, we're all now three years old. I did want to give you an update on routines. When I first started to play with these, I kind of, I got what they did, but I couldn't get it to do anything that I wanted to. And there are a couple ways to do this. For example, I have two lamps in my living room that I occasionally will want to turn on at the same time. And in the past, I'd had to ask her turn on the living room, which is the name of one light. And then I'd say her name again and say, turn on the tall lamp. And that would bring them on. And you can now set this up as a routine if you wanted to. And basically you go into your app, you go into the area that says uh, create a routine. And you basically say, when I say this, and then you can have her do all sorts of stuff. And originally it was like, tell me the weather and the traffic. Well, now you can have her turn on and off smart devices. So that is one way to have her do multiple things. Now I also, forget why, but before I couldn't update my living room because I have a scene called living room that I couldn't add. I had lamps, but I also had outlets that were enabled for her. And for whatever reason, those weren't in my smart home feature. Well, now they can't. So I could set up a routine to turn off the lights. And what I do now, and this is the, the part I found out, I like if I say, I'm leaving. Okay. Goodbye for now. Yeah. So I can't, I, I try to make that my routine name when I say this. So there are some things that you can't use. If I say I'm out of here. Okay. Goodbye for now. Yeah. So I had to say something like, uh, hit the lights, kill the light, something like that. And what that does is that turns off any smart light in the house. Now, there are other ways, again, to do this. You'll kind of see as you get into routines, there are ways to do this that you could set this up. It takes about a minute after you create a routine to have it going. But for me, I think I said uh, my my phrase is I'm out of here. You know, it's uh, hit the lights in honor of uh, Metallica. And, uh, and then I have one called uh, Light Up the Sky in honor of Van Halen that turns on all the lights in the living room. And when I say hit the lights, not only does it hit the lights, it then plays the weather. So I know what it's like. So I'm in theory, I'm going to use that when I'm getting ready to leave. So those are routines. Those are ways that you can do things, multiple things at one time. You can have to do things like tell your your traffic, but 
that somehow got smarter along the way. And I missed the update that you can now have her turn on and off smart devices. Something else that is coming to her is a new update. Uh, we'll give the uh, give her, it's always fun dancing around her name, even more power in your living room. The Video Skills API update, this was announced on the developer blog, will let her interact with DirecTV, TiVo, Dish, and Verizon services to record shows with a voice request. So rather than fumbling through the menus with your remote, you can now just say, you can now ask her to record the Mariners game and it'll be queued up and ready to view when you return home. You'll also be able to jump straight to your favorite apps or streaming services with the network name of the show. So you can say something like launch Netflix uh, and it'll let you check out what's new this month. Or you can say something like play episodes of Silicon Valley and it will get you up to date on the new season. Features like pause, rewind, mute can also be handled with simple voice commands using the new API without having to specify which service you're referring to. It's a lot easier than saying her name, pause, direct TV, TV, DVD. So by integrating with Amazon's video skill API, TiVo is making it even easier to control entertainment with your voice. I'll have to tell my brother about this. He has a TiVo. So that's pretty cool. And I know for me, one of the things I love, I have a fire TV connected to my TV downstairs and I can simply say to her play scrubs and she will launch my fire TV launch Hulu then go to scrubs and start playing it so that is it sounds stupid but the thing I hate about I like Hulu I just switched I just cut my cord and I'm now using Hulu to get my live TV and I'm saving about $44 a month doing that and if I do that manually I have to Go to, even if I just say to her, start Hulu. This is so stupid. I'm the only person in my house and I have one profile on Hulu and it still asks me what profile do I want to, do I want to use? So they need to just go look. If there's only one person, just go to their profile. So it's kind of silly that way. So if you know the show you want to go to, uh, she will do that. It did not work this morning because I asked her to start HLN, which is headline news with Robin Mead in the morning. And I could care less what the news is. I just want to look at Robin Mead in the morning. She is uh, she is not ugly. So those are some things coming on with TV and uh, good old uh, Lexi. And if you just can't get enough of her, I was on episode number 15 of Alexa in Canada. And there I said her name. And uh, this is a show, as you might imagine, about the woman in the tube, but from a Canadian standpoint. And I'll have links to that out in the show notes at alexacast.com slash three eight. And the last little bit I want to talk about, this is kind of cool. I uh, live in Ohio and on occasion, I would like to listen to a Cleveland Browns game, especially when we're having great things like an O and 16 season. I wish I was making that up, but I actually went to a radio shack. Remember those to buy an actual radio because I don't own one. And I didn't want a big boom box. I just wanted like a little handheld something, you know, like the ones you grew up with if you're over 30. And I couldn't find one. It was really kind of amazing. And so that's why this is kind of cool. Uh, tune in. We've talked about them in the past. They have, it's a great way to stream news, sports, music, and podcasts on your device. They now have TuneIn Live. It's a premium live audio subscription 
which offers play-by-play calls from thousands of live sporting events, plus access to premium news talk. And this is the first time that TuneIn premium content has been made available over a voice platform. And in this case, it's the woman in the tube. The subscription content comes from uh, their partners, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, which for me right now, the playoffs are kicking in. That's usually when I kind of start to listen. NHL and the NFL, better known as the No Fun League, as well as news stations like CNBC, MSNBC, Al Jazeera, Newsies, and others. There's also content, I have no idea, over 120,000 owned and operated uh, partner radio stations and 5.7 million on-demand programs. I need to check this out. It's the audio streaming partner for daily fantasy sports providers like FanDuel and DraftKings. Yeah, sports partners. I think that's called an advertisement, isn't it? But uh, TuneIn's been integrated with her since 2014. They have, uh, they say they have 75 million monthly active users. A premium subscription costs $9.99 a month or $99 a year. But TuneIn has teamed up with Amazon. And instead of the $9.99 a month, Amazon Prime members can buy a subscription for $2.99 a month. Not Amazon Prime members, but they own her can get it at $3.99 a month. The lower price is due to the fact that TuneIn Live subscriptions only work on Alexa-enabled devices like Echo, Echo Spot, Echo Dot. What I'm interested about is we talked about many moons ago. There is the Reverb app that allows you to tap into kind of your Amazon account on your phone. That would be a nice little loophole. be interesting to see if you can do that. Uh, it's unclear if Amazon is getting any kind of kickback here. But here's the the cool thing. They've actually, they have a plan if you want to do this for a single device. They say uh, the Amazon Music Unlimited, which I was talking about earlier, uh, I think it's a similar to kind of a Spotify where if you want to, you can make playlists and you can actually have her help you. Like if you're listening to a song, you can say, add this to my playlist. It's kind of cool. But uh, the Echo plan for Amazon Music Unlimited those uh, allow you to, if you have an Echo device, it says it uh, access all the benefits from Amazon's on-demand music service on a single Echo device for $3.99 a month instead of the $7.99 a month for Prime members and $9.99 a month, $9.99 a month for non-Prime people. So instead of $10 a month, it's $4 a month, but that's for a single Echo. So that's kind of interesting that they're cutting it down. And uh, $2.99 a month for me, to listen to sports is a no brainer. I, I think about that. If you, this is how you sell it. Uh, gentlemen that want to listen to sports. If it was $10 a month to listen to tune in on whatever you're using it, uh, you're saving eh, $7 a month. So in seven months, you've basically paid for your echo dot, which you can then have that stream to a better Bluetooth speaker. So they did mention that an Amazon Prime, this is from uh, TechCrunch, and that is there's a new version of, uh, well, I guess it's a new version. It's a low cost version uh, of Amazon Prime for Medicaid recipients. It, they basically, Amazon announced it's going to offer a low cost version of its Prime membership uh, to qualifying recipients of Medicaid. The program will bring the cost of Prime down from the usual $10.99 per month to about half that, or $6 a month, while still offering full range of Prime perks, 
including free two-day shipping on millions of products, Prime Video, Prime Music, Prime Photos, Prime Reading, Prime Now, and Audible Channels. The new program is an expansion of uh, Amazon's discounted Prime service for customers on government assistance. For the same price of $5.99, again, they offer Prime memberships to any U.S. customers with a valid EBT card. That card is used to disperse funds for assistance programs like temporary assistance for needy families, a supplemental nutrition assistance program, and women, infants, and child nutrition program. I kind of get this. There's a part of me that goes, wait a minute. If you're really hard up for cash, I guess that makes sense because you want to buy things on Amazon because it's cheap. And now it's cheaper to get free shipping. Because I remember when I was a grocery clerk back in my teenage years, I always thought it was odd that people would buy steak with food stamps. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on a second on that. So if you have somebody in that situation, there again, they can save some money on their subscription. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Alexa cast. You can find everything we talked about today out at alexacast.com slash three eight. You can also sign up for the newsletter, subscribe to the podcast in whatever app you're listening to. And uh, we'll see you again real soon with another episode. I promise it won't be as long. And uh, until then, I'll let her have the final word. Thank you. Goodbye.